Hey again, adventurers. Haphazard DM here. Welcome to another exciting episode of Taverns and Caverns. Before we jump into our exciting adventure with Cat and Co., I wanted to hopefully gain your assistance. If you have the time, we at Taverns and Caverns would love it if you left us some ratings and reviews on whichever podcast platform that you currently use, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and etc. We'd love to hear your thoughts on our show and we'll be in your debt, adventurer. Thank you again for your support. Now on to the show. Last time on Taverns and Caverns, Katinko infiltrated Archibald Mansion through a little secret tunnel located in the basement. However, they were interrupted by a familiar character by the name of Lagoneth Valpine. Is that right, Camrose? Ah, yes, indeed, Rogar. And through an intense and heated battle, our party was able to achieve victory through teamwork and determination. That's what I'm talking about. Right, Elroy? Yeah, that's right, Camaros! With Valpine now out of the way, the Skull Reaver and others ha have now broken through the front gates. The search for Archibald the Darkborn now begins. Episode 61, Ambitions of a Madman. Welcome back to another exciting episode of Taverns and Caverns, everyone. This is your Dungeon Master Haphazard DM. And last time on TNC, our party had a battle with Lagoneth Valpine, which they eventually defeated, and Nomu ended up tying his ass up. But afterwards, the NPCs eventually broke through the doors of the, of the lobby, and Averis, on her way going to the second floor, she decided that Lagoneth was not worth keeping around. So despite Nomu's wishes, she slit his throat, and he is now what Rob says, HP, dead. So he is no longer with us. But after that, the party split up with the NPCs to check out the library area, which we do remember there was a guard lying there who had been beaten to a pulp. He was bleeding out with several other servants of the mansion lying in the lobby, not the lobby, but the library. And there was a blood trail that led down into a secret passageway that Ediar was able to find behind some of the bookshelves. And Ediar heard the gnawing of a bone of some kind, and he decided that he was not going to go down there. And during this, Desiree had decided to leave the party to look for the NPCs, which Desiree did find the NPCs in the kitchen area leading into the dining hall. And there was a battle that was taking place. So Desiree is currently with the NPCs, while Ediar, Nomu, and Isundra are making their way to the kitchen from the lobby. And that's exactly where we left off. So really quick, I revealed a new map. It's the top right of your screen. You'll see there are the NPCs, Rogar, Alrose, Grasha, Yatari, Elroy, and Yaito in the dining hall room along with Desiree and we're not going to do the combat here so I'm going to go ahead and give it to the other three first before we get to you Desiree. Desiree you've joined the battle with the NPCs and from your current perspective you are seeing these small little minion like demons they're they're small figures so they they come up to probably about your waist but they're these little demonic creatures that are attempting to claw out your flesh and whatnot. But you have joined your friends and allies in the midst of battle in the dining hall. 
where you are all fighting these little like demonic minions. But while this is taking place, the others do hear what's going on. And the fight's been going on for a couple of minutes now, Desiree, since the, the battle already started prior to you getting there. So really quick, let's let's head back to Nomu, Ediar, and Isundra. You all were in the lobby currently, and you walked up to the kitchen door, or the door that led to the kitchen, and you all do hear there is commotion about. It's not in the kitchen, but it's past the kitchen into the dining hall. What exactly are the three of you currently doing? I want to take care of you guys first before we do anything else. Uh, no more at all. He drew, uh, drawing his blade because he hears the commotion going on. So he immediately is going to think his uh, friends are in danger. He's going to rush in there. All right. So Nomu rushes into the kitchen, rushing past everything to lead to the door that goes into the dining. Is Ediar and Isundra going to be rushing in as well? Yeah, we're looking. We were looking for her, right? So Yes, you were looking for Dame, Dame and Desiree. Yes. So all right, let's roll. I'm ready to roll. That's fine. <laughs> okay. Okay. So you all three then decide to head into the kitchen area, which I don't have a map for the kitchen. We'll just say you walk through the kitchen into the main lobby. The main door to the dining area is to the south of the map where I'm currently pinging. And as the three of you rush into the dining hall, I won't make you make perception checks. It is a mess. You see chairs have been thrown in every direction. The food and the plates, the silverware, everything is scattered along the tables, the floors. You notice some of the paintings are scratched up. But what's going on as you enter is you see your allies, along with Desiree, fighting these little demonic creatures. They're known as... actually. Eddie, are make me a history or uh, a history or religion, whatever's higher. Check. Here we go. Character sheets. Because uh, Eddie R would know these more than anyone else, since he is the cleric. They're both the same, so let's do it. I'll give you advantage too at it. At that. I mean, I don't, is is the history better? Help. Is religion better than your history, or is your history? No, better? it's the same rule. Oh, same it's the number. same rule. Okay, so you have an eight on your history. Edgar, as you rush into the dining hall with everyone fighting these creatures, you've already noticed that most of these demonic-like creatures have been slain. You can see Rogar's holding one on his great sword, while Yaito's burning the flesh off of another. But with a history of eight, you're not exactly sure what they are, but Deep down, you know you've studied these before. You definitely know they're demons of some kind, but you're not sure exactly what they're called, but you do know that they are just as dangerous as any other demon if you allow them to do whatever they please. But as the three of you rush into the room, again, you see all your allies. Everyone is messy, bleeding, Everyone's just now finishing up their fight with these small light creatures. They're called manes, M-A-N-E-S. Again, manes are these small fiends. They're demonic. And basically, uh, Desiree, you as well had joined in the fight, but you too have blood from your dagger and your rapier because you also helped your allies. But they're all now cleaning their blades off. 
Al Rose is uh, breathing heavily. He's got two of his daggers out in his hands. He's stabbing the crap out of one of the demons that fell on its side. And it's the last one that's currently standing. But as he finishes it off, Rogar looks over at the three of you. Oh, hello. You are late. Why are you so late? What the hell are these things? I do not know. They like demon little munchkins, yes? Nemo walks over and kind of prods one with his foot, kind of backs away from him. He don't know what the hell it is. As you prod one, you see, again, they're like this small humanoid little creature, except a lot of their flesh seems to be peeling off. It looks like they might be somewhat undead, but they're, they're definitely demonic of some kind. Um, Grasha, she had chopped one in half, and she's looking over at Nomu. <clears throat> little duckling, this is what we call manes. Demons. Uh, you call them manes, huh? Yes. Like, His first stands on in. <laughs> yes, you know, like, like lion mane. Oh, yeah, I get it. Yeah. Still doesn't like it. <laughs> His fur is bristling. Please Elroy. don't try to eat him. Elroy looks over at Nomu. Nomu! What took you guys so long? Just what Rogar said. We could have used your help. I'm sorry. We were dealing with that stuff. <laughs> what do you mean dealing with stuff? Desiree's here? There's some kind of demon in, in some kind of cellar. Chewing on people. Demon in a cellar? What? You yeah. guys are too scared to even investigate whatever was going on in the little library. Who cares about the cellar? I heard the action. I had to get mine. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, we're here now. Al Rose looks at the three of you that just entered. Did any of you find Archibald? Not yet, but I figured he's no. up on the upper levels. Very well. Well, let us get going, then. We have to kill him. We can't allow him to escape. And he's going to begin to walk out towards the, the exit of the dining hall, towards the kitchen again, to go back to the lobby as he's cleaning off his daggers. He has a serious look on his face. He has the look of, I hate Archibald on his face. <laughs> <laughs> that guy fucking hates Archibald. We got to find someone who hates Archibald. I hate Archibald. <laughs> Good old Al Rose. Yep. But as he begins to walk towards that, um, Yaito is going to look at you all. I can't remember. How's everyone's HP looking? <laughs> I'm weak that laugh. I'm at 30. I'm at 25. It's not too I'm bad. Good. I'm at 52. You're at 25. I drink all my potions, so I'm at 61. Okay. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Yaito is going to walk up to Nomu. Nomu, you look very hurt. Do you need a potion? No, I still got one. I'll be fine. Are you sure? I have my water magic. <laughs> but your water magic only lasts for so long, yes? And we don't talk about that, right? <laughs> Here, I have extra potion. You take it. I do not need it. All right, fine. He hands you, you better, over. Yeah, you a, better take that shit. Yeah, he hands <laughs> you over a cure, uh, not the po uh, potion of healing, but the the second step up, potion of uh, three point five. I, I keep getting confused with three point five. Yeah, me healing, too. <laughs> but it's a greater potion of healing. So, so forty four plus four. Yes, forty four plus four. 
So go ahead and roll that for yourself. All right. All right. All right. And he, he basically pulls open part of his jack and he shows you he still has one more vial, which is another potion. See, I have one last potion. This one's for Yaito. Thank you, Yaito. Of course. And as you're healing up, Rogar is going to come towards the three of you. Oh my goodness. Tonight is so bloody. What? I did not expect demons. This is getting crazy out of hand, yes? Uh, it makes me wonder who this the Dark Mart is. If there's so many demons in here. Not be- to sully everyone's good time, but we did hear something super creepy in another room, just letting you know that. I know you mentioned Desiree mentioned something in cellar. Is this what you're talking about? Was it a cellar? I thought it was like it was like a library. It yeah. was some stairs leading down behind yeah. some shelves. <laughs> oh. I'm calling it a cellar. Yeah, it was in the okay. it was yeah behind some a bookshelf in the library that led down. And also lots of dead people. I don't know what they were told. I'm just reiterating. Some guards. I don't know dying. if we want to fuck with that shit or if we want to just go after Archibald. I don't know. Rogar, I'm scared. Rogar speaks up. Well, if it is demon, maybe we should kill it. Because I don't know. If, or maybe it is Archibald's pet. Yes. This would be scary. But it would be good trophy on Adventurer's Guild wall. Yes. Okay, Rogar, that's a good point, but it's not what we are here to do. She's got we point. really need to. We really need to survive. That's all, I'm saying. That's all I got in my mind. We got limited resources. I don't think we should fuck with it. Yeah, I told Rogar, not, We got some low HP. Like I don't know. Yeah, I nodding in agreement. I agree with Isundra. This we are not here to kill a random monster. We are here to kill Archibald. Yes. Okay, but also, Yaito, the only problem is, like, what if we go to kill Archibald and then the demon also shows up and we have to fight both at the same time and it's worse? This is why I say we kill it now or it might become a problem later, yes? I don't know what the answer is. I'm just giving us op- options, so... Grasha I'm going to decide because I'm a Libra. <laughs> You're it's a Libra. I don't know if... I don't think... Isundra is a Libra. We don't know what Isundra is. <laughs> I mean, the thing has plenty of guards to eat before he decides to turn his attention to us. Who knows if he's, he might get full. But maybe he listened. Oh, he did eat the his guards though, right? So Yeah, I mean, he was already chewing on somebody and there's like other dead guards up top. So he can just go up upstairs, drag somebody else down. <laughs> no, it was like, fuck that. We can, should we take a body of these little things so we can like throw it at the demon if it tries to come after us? He's busy anyway with, with bodies. Grasha flexes her muscles. Ah, young ducklings, it is okay. Grasha is here. If we have to fight other demon, I will crush it with my thighs. Thunder thighs, yes, ducklings. <laughs> Are you laughing at me, Noma? <laughs> now Noma's looking at her thighs. <laughs> she flexes her thighs. Put watermelon between my thighs. It goes pop. Uh, some dangerous thighs. Yes. That's what she can do with her head. Oh, my God. Imagine, yes. Grasha is biggest bear mother. Noma will remember that. 
Meanwhile, Yatari is in the background looking at Grasha, like pulling out her with a finger her onto her collar, like sweating a little bit. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, just like, no one enjoys hanging out with us it's always <laughs> fucking weird so we make everyone uncomfortable <laughs> true you do you really do everyone is uncomfortable sometimes rogar is uncomfortable <laughs> that's hard to believe <laughs> <laughs> so uh, as you guys are all having a conversation our already left he's he's trying to find archibald but um, as that's going on, do you guys scour or look around the dining room at all for anything before? Uh, yeah, I'm a okay. roll perception. Okay, because Rogar, all the NPCs are making their way out back towards the kitchen. Because we can't let our rolls go off ball alone for, for a certain amount of time, man. Yeah. I guess in the trouble. <laughs> you say he gets in the yeah. trouble. Yeah. I'm just looking around, see if I see anything. All right, you're on 2,500 or 2,400 perception. You just quake, you take a quick glance around the dining room. Again, it's a mess. It's hard to spot anything of major value. But with a 24, you, you mean you you do a Batman search around this <laughs> damn place. And with the 24 perception, you quickly do get a glance at something on the table under some of the scattered plates and silverware. Mm-hmm. There looks like there is a small booklet or i would say more like a, a open journal that has had some of the wine that was on the table spilt onto it but it looks like a journal that's open that's really all you notice on the table at this moment. that would pique your interest he's gonna pick that journal up <laughs> so you grab the small journal do you look into it to start reading really quickly um yes <laughs> as you look down at the journal nomu you see that part of it's been soaked by some of the spilt wine. However, it is in a hand, right? Uh, it's handwritten notes. So mm-hmm. it's definitely someone's journal. But as you're reading through it, the one thing, since it's a quick glance, you don't want to waste too much time. You do notice that it's speaking of, oh, one second, where my notes? It is talking about Rakunra and Lucrazol the Ambitious. You notice. Uh, make me a history check, actually, Nama. Ah, you got it. See if you even know. Mm. Oh, wow, a 22 on your history. So as you glance over some of the, the notes, again, the word Rokunra and the word or the name Lucra, uh, Lucrazo pop up in your mind. And you instantly know who or what the names of these things are. Rokunra, as we've, I believe we've mentioned before, is the name of the once known nation that is now known as the Decaying Wastes. Mm-hmm. That used to be the goblinoid nation that ruled over most of Tyrester many, many, many years ago, centuries ago, yeah, before it became the Decaying Wastes. And then the name Lucrazol, he was actually a powerful goblinoid that lived during the time of Rokunra's um uh one second opening my map yeah so Lucrazol was a goblinoid that lived during the time of Rokunra's greatness and he was known as the ambitious and with the 24 you definitely do know that Lucrazol was known to be a traitor of sorts the but he's known as the betrayer to 
certain scholars and certain places of, of uh, history. But you don't know why he's known as the betrayer or the traitor. You just know that people know him as the traitor or the betrayer. Um, but you do notice that this journal continues to go into information about the country, Rokunra, mm -hmm. and Lucrezol himself. But you also spot three major names in the notes. And this is all you really spot before you have to get going since it's a quick glance. But you yep. notice the three names, Mevra, Uros, and Roken. And you automatically know who these are. Those are three of the heptatic evils. Mevra, who is the goddess of uh, forbidden magic. Mm -hmm. Uros, who is the god of wrath. And then Roken, who is the god of violence and conquest. You notice those three names pop up as well. But that's about all you get from a quick glance at one page or so. Uh, do you do anything else? Uh, no, he's going to uh, put the journal in a... He's going to put it in his pack. He's going to keep it. Okay, you're going to keep the journal? Yeah, for later reads. Okay, so as you grab that journal, put it in your pack, and you begin to walk out with everyone, you're right behind everybody else as everyone's making their way towards the lobby. As you all enter the kitchen, Al Rose is already in the lobby. But let me go ahead and grab something really quick. I'm going to open my other side. Side notes in case I need to refer to these notes. I have so much crap. I've been working on the second continent. My mind is jumbled with what's on what now. <laughs> so here we go. All right. So on this lobby, as you guys are all walking through the kitchen, um, what was Al Rose? Al Rose on the map. You all hear a loud crash of thunder in the distance. As I mentioned, it began storming tremendously during the battle with Lagoneth Valpine. But as you're making your way towards the lobby, you do also hear, other than the loud crackling sound of the thunder outside, again, the gates are wide open. The rain is pouring in. The wind's blowing into the main gates of the mansion. But you all hear Al Rose's voice, and you hear him groaning out in pain as if something happened to him. You just hear, That was Al Rose. Oh, shit. Let's go. It's <laughs> all. <laughs> said, shit, let's go. That's right. important. Yeah, we're picking us off one by one. We're uh, rushing. All right, so everyone begins to rush. The others, NPCs, rush with you. Let me place him on the map. But I'm going to place this figure here. What the so hell is that? Rob, <laughs> 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 mm -hmm. who the hell is that? Right. What? One second. Let me place all the NPCs on the map. So as you're all coming out of the kitchen, everyone's rushing now at this point. Grasha, Rogard got their weapons still drawn. And as you all rush out, you do notice now the thunder strikes again, creating an ominous uh, scenario here in front of you. As the lightning strikes behind this creature that is standing over our rose, you can see this it is a large humanoid like creature think of like a i want to say a demonic looking humanoid frog that has spikes all over it with these giant talons or claws i should say on its hands and its feet and uh. this long giant tongue that's wrapped around our rose lifting him up 
with these crazy sharp fangs and teeth. And as you all rush out, you see this thing is has its tongue wrapped around Alrose, lifting him up into the air. And you can see that one of its claws is digging into Alrose's gut. Not in a way that's killing him, but he's definitely heavily injured. And as the lightning strikes, you can just see more of the figure now that some of the torches in the lobby have gone out thanks to the heavy wind and the rain that's coming through the main lobby's doors. And as you see Al Rose get stabbed by this claw of this creature, it looks slowly at you all. And it has these red glowing eyes. And it doesn't seem to be phased by the number of you that rush out of the lobby. It just looks at all of you. And then you all hear this voice in your head. So all of you here, even the NPCs. And this is what you hear as soon as you see, or as soon as it looks at you, it telepathically speaks to you. The dark magics that Archibald gathers shall come to fruition. The deal has been made and it shall not be forfeited on this night. We shall consume all of Tyrister, starting with the fresh and succulent lands of Dorwin, just as we did with the once mighty land of Rakunra. I shall feast first on this man's soul. And you all hear that telepathically speak through you. Like he doesn't physically speak that out loud. So as you hear that, Nomu, you automatically dings in your head. This creature mentioned the word again, Rokunra, which you saw in the journal. Mm -hmm. So he's definitely bringing up some ancient history. And when he says consuming all of Tyrister, you automatically know that he's talking about creating another decaying waste. Basically, the decaying waste has been a land that has been sieged by demonic creatures ever since the nation of Rokunra fell. And since then, there have been many others from different nations holding back this demonic wasteland from reaching the rest of Tyrister. So you automatically know that this demon or this creature, whatever it is, is wanting to create another decaying waste with the nation of Dorwin's lands. So you know this is uh, becoming way more serious than you originally thought it was going to be. Yeah, this is, this is above our pay grade. <laughs> <laughs> but as that happens, uh, we're going to go ahead and before we do anything, click on your characters in case I'm assuming you guys are going to attack this thing. Let's oh, go oh, yeah. some initiative. Well, I don't think we have a choice. You assume yeah. right. <laughs> I'll, I'll think we'll let him live. Just walk away. <laughs> <laughs> Eddie, so you can have our rose. Bye. <laughs> All right. How many show episodes has it been since we've seen him? In a while. I know he's, asked no more. he's not Rogar. That's all right. Damn. <laughs> Damn. 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 He's still your boy. Nobody I'm told him to separate from the group. Kidding. Exploring <laughs> on your own. You ever watch scary movies, bro? <laughs> all right. Let me roll some dice here. All right. So I'll just have I'll just have all the NPCs go on the same turn. Make it easy. I don't want to make it too difficult. Oh God! They rolled a two, so I'll I'll give them a three plus the dex, and then let me roll this thing's uh, turn order. 
All right, and I got a 16. All right, Isundra and this thing. So I'll, I'll give I'll give Isundra the first the first go Yo. since it went the same with Isundra. So we have Isundra, whatever this creature is, Edyar, Nomu, Damien, and then the NPCs all go at the same turn. So at, crash. I know everyone rolled bad <laughs> except Isundra. <laughs> So at this point, Rogar, Grasha, they're all glaring at this thing. They have their weapons drawn. Yaito and Yatari, they have their hands out about to cast some magic. Elroy has his light crossbow. He's like, we can't let it hurt him. Come on, guys. He's aiming his crossbow at this creature. And you got more balls than you got HP, little buddies. <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> I told you, I'm right or die, damn it. Well, oh go back in the God. kitchen and make a sandwich before you die. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't leave. If I leave the map and go to a different map by myself, the same thing will happen to me. You're right. You're right. Stand behind <laughs> me. <laughs> Damn. All right. So, again, this thing is holding Alrose up with its giant tongue. And it's a large creature, so it's definitely bigger than all of you. Even bigger than Rogar and Grasha combined. It is a massive frog-like demonic creature. It's muscular, and it looks like it's it's not going to be an easy, easy prey for you all. But Asundra, you have the first go. What are you doing? This thing is holding out rows, and as it looks at you all drawing your weapons or aiming your weapons at it, it slowly pulls uh, out rows in front of it, holding it in front of him. What are you doing? I still hit him, right? Yeah, you can still hit him. Still hit him. Okay, I'm trying to use them as a meat shield. I mean, yeah, potentially. I don't fucking think so. <laughs> oh my god! All right, so soon draw a twenty-two and a twenty. Damn, a crit on that Jeez. second Eldritch Blast. I know, but I rolled a. Oh, you rolled one, a terrible man. on your crit attack. They changed roll twenty. You don't have to click on. To do yeah, that. you rolled a uh, you rolled a total of ten damage on your critical. That's boo boo. That's boo boo. That's Boo-boo. fucking terrible. But how did Boo-boo. I roll a one? You rolled a one on that D10. That's fucking garbage. <laughs> so you rolled a total of 22 damage. You shoot out two Eldritch Blasts that crash into the demon frog's arm. And as it does so, you, you notice some of the spikes. They go flying off from its arm and it looks over at you, Isundra. And it doesn't really say anything or do anything. What do you do? You move anywhere or do you stay where you're at? Uh, I'm gonna. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna stay. Okay, you'll stay where you're at. Yeah, I'm just. I'm near Rogar, so I'm hoping he's scary enough that <laughs> it sees him and it's like not gonna <laughs> fuck with me. <laughs> I'm worried. Let me hide behind Rogar. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So the creature still has Alrose in its tongue grip. It <clears throat> looks at you, and all of a sudden, with its tongue, it slams Alrose down onto the ground. It has him grappled. And at this point, Alrose is prone. So, with him being prone, he takes his claw and he slams it down into Alrose. He has an advantage on his attack. And because, oh no. Oh wait, what? What'd you do? That's a crit. No. <laughs> and the second will hit as well. 
So as Al Rose hits the ground, he has both of his daggers out in his hands. He's trying to break free. But as he hits the ground really hard, the demon crashes down into Al Rose with its right claw. And it tears into his flesh. And it ends up dealing 33 points of damage with, oh. the, with the crit. And at this point, Al Rose is hurt. He is bleeding out. You see blood comes out of his mouth. Ah! He's, he is, he's hurt. Hurt! Hurt! And this- <laughs> I, I think he's trying to tell us something, man. Right. We, we need to get this guy out. Uh, this door. And the second claw hit him because that was a 17. And that will deal. Let's see here. Seven points of damage. So the second claw, as it comes slashing down into our rose, it cuts into his into his chest and part of his neck. And he begins to bleed out. And as it does so, Al Rose's eyes, they begin to roll back into his head. And he, he is unconscious. Mm. And Al Rose just lies there. He drops his daggers. And he's just lying there. And then the creature slowly unwraps its tongue from Al Rose. And it glares at you all. And it turns its body facing you. And you all hear it speak out telepathically. Your souls shall be feasted upon on this very night. And it begins to walk towards the group slowly. Man, fuck you. What'd you do to him? <laughs> you don't know if Arrows is dead unless you make a heal check. But to you, it looks like he slit his throat. <laughs> All right. Eddie R., what are you doing? Eddie R. is going to head over to Alros. And check on him. <laughs> Do a heel check. Okay. All right. All right. So you come around. You're able to get around this creature without entering its threat radius. You you make your way to Al Rose. Make me a heel check. Uh, let's see. Do medicine or? I'm sorry, medicine. Sorry. Still see 3.5 still in my mind. Yep. <laughs> All right, medicine. You rolled a 13. You quickly check the pulse. I'm assuming of Al Rose, and you can see he's bleeding out from his stomach. His chest has been slashed into. Part of his neck was cut, but as you're taking for his pulse, he's still alive. He's still breathing and pumping blood. The neck that was slashed wasn't slashed deep enough to kill him, but it was almost enough to finish him off. He's he's unconscious and really hurt, but he's not dead. Uh, is he just, like, in a down state? He's in a down state, correct. I'm going to cast Spare the Dying on him. Okay. And what's that do again? It'll just stabilize him. Okay. So it'll just stabilize him. So he won't have one. He won't be up to fight. He's just stabilized. Yeah. Okay. All right. Good stuff. All right. So Eddie R quickly stabilizes Al Rose. And as you do so, some of the more life threatening wounds begin to heal up, but he is still hurt from the blood loss of what just happened. Anything else from you, Eddie R? Uh, no, I'm gonna just uh, maybe I'm gonna take a step back. Okay, <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, all right, you take a step back. It is now Nomu's turn. Nomu, what are you doing? You see Eddie R rushes to Alro's aid. <clears throat> this demon is walking towards you. 
Yeah, uh, he saw what he did to Al Rose, and Nomu is pissed. He traces a sigil in front of his face. Blade wide! And he, he's going to use war magic, so he's going to rush up to this demon, and uh, he's going to attack. All right, make me some attacks. Righteously, of course. Eat this! <laughs> All right, a 15. You go to slash with your great sword as you slash. It swings its left arm with all the spikes on its arm, and it blocks your greatsword. He uh, recoils back, brings the greatsword around again for the extra attack! (laughs) 21 will hit. Very nice. The 21, you do strike the side of the creature for 14 points of damage. Well played. And it slowly looks at you, and it just narrows its eyes. And... It speaks to you telepathically, Nomu. I feel you are angered by my actions. What troubles you? This is a night of the great feast. You should be proud to be part of it. What is this, Berserk? <laughs> Let's not go there, Rob. <laughs> no, let's not. Don't remind me of that. <laughs> That's the end of uh, Nomu's turn. All right, it is now Damien's turn. Damien, what are you doing? You see Nomu rush up towards this creature, this demon. Damien's also pissed. You <laughs> slayed the mayor together. <laughs> you will not take him from me. Shabbat pump and you have to beat a 13. Okay. You throw your lightning javelin. I have to make a dex save. And it's dex. Oh, I got a 24. Oh, jeez. So you take half of 15. All right. So half of 15. As your lightning javelin strikes the body of this demon frog-looking creature, or this demonic toad, you notice the lightning doesn't seem to explode or expand as it normally did against your opponents. And that 15 damage, it is not as strong as you would think against this creature. Mm. The creature looks at you as the lightning dissipates on its body. All right. No, I thought it was going to say something. No, it just looks at you. (laughs) I'm also looking at him. (laughs) I'm breathing hard. Staring back and forth. Right. (laughs) Menacingly. All right. Anything else, or do you stay there where you're at? Um, I'm going to pick up, I don't know, a pebble on the floor off a shoe or something, and just throw it at him as a distraction to gay to give whoever attacking advantage. Okay. So almost a distracting strike. It's just advantage. Okay. I'm giving meaning to these can these little uh. <laughs> So you can give it. You can give it to any of the NPCs. Nomu, Ediar, Sundra. Okay, I guess it'd be this, next. Be the NPCs. Oh next. well. See, that'd be kind of play. I'll give it to Rogar because I know uh, he's gonna have a couple of attacks. Okay. So after you throw your lightning javelin, Rogar, he just roars out and he rushes forward with his great sword. No, no, do not take off fun from me, okay? And he rushes past the Yaito, he jumps in the air, comes crashing down with his great sword. Braver? Um, yes, he's bravering mm-hmm. it. 
<laughs> one one hot second let me pull up his stats really quick because i have all the npcs now on roll 20 so let's do this Rogar swat he gets two attacks let's see if he hits all right a 14 unfortunately will not hit as he comes down with his first strike the creature grabs onto uh, his blade swapping it away but then he swings again for 17 which does hit and he does max damage of 12 slashing damage into the demon. Mm. Oh, wait, he has advantage because you gave mm-hmm. him advantage. So let me roll again just in case he gets crits. So let's do two more attacks. The first attack missed with the, or the first attack will hit with a 17. And the second attack with an advantage is a 16 and a 26. So he definitely hits for the second for 13 slashing. So 25 total slashing damage to this creature. And he barely is able to draw blood from this thing. It just looks at Rogar. The, the skin on this giant toad demon is extremely tough, and it just snarls at Rogar. Nomu, you can see that Rogar used all of his strength to cut into this thing, and he did not even make it bleed. Yeah, Nomu's eyebrow rages like the rock. He's like, wait, what? <laughs> and at this point, Grasha is going to come around with her great axe, and she's able to, she's not able to get there all the way, but she's going to come around towards Nomu with her great axe. And she just goes, Darklings, hold it down. Grasha will cut his head off. And she can, you got it. she can rush all the way there, but she won't be able to attack it from the distance she was at. Mm-hmm. So she's very close to you, Nomu. She's behind you. Elroy is going to shoot his crossbow. And Elroy, I'm just gonna roll the, the dice for Elroy because he doesn't need stats for the roll 20. I rolled a three. He shoots <laughs> the bolt, and unfortunately, it does nothing. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Poor guy. Elroy He's, just it's the way you said it, man. Oh, he just rolls a three. <laughs> right, it does nothing. Elroy's trash. Elroy shoots it, and as his bolt hits the, the side of the demon, it just the bolt just explodes. And Elroy begins to sweat. Ah! <laughs> He's trying, man. He's trying. <laughs> He's doing his best. Yatari, on the hand, she is going to move forward to try and get a better advantage in aim. And she's going to begin casting a spell. And she is going to shoot out a ray of frost. And the ray of frost goes flying forward. And an eight, unfortunately, does not hit. It goes over the demon's head. And as that's going on, Yaito is going to shoot his magic out as well. He gets actually his firebolt cantrip. His firebird does more damage now. He's leveled up, but only if it hits. Will it hit? 18 will hit. Mm-hmm. And he's able to deal eight fire damage. However, as his firebird explodes onto the demon's body, it also dissipates and it just seems to just shrug off Yaito's attack. And Yaito is just like looking at it. I do not think the elements will work on this. It has to be some kind of demon. So that's your clue there. Because, well, the first clue was your lightning javelin not doing much. And then mm-hmm. his fire also not doing as much. That's it for the NPCs. It's the end of round one. Isundra, it's your turn again. And Arrows is still technically unconscious. He's just stable, so he, he can't do anything. He needs a, he needs a potion in his mouth mm-hmm. is what you're saying? Yeah, for him, for him to like join the fight. Move around, yes. He would need to be healed. He's not dying. He's he's safe from death. 
Getting a little close to the monster is all I'm saying. So I'm a little worried about going over there. Uh, I mean, is he going to be like that good, though? <laughs> I'm just going to Eldritch Blast. <laughs> and I'm going to do absolutely nothing, I guess. I probably 15 doesn't hit. 15 does not hit. Fuck you me. You shoot okay, both so I your... should have just gave her a gave him a goddamn potion. I missed twice. 15 I'm stressed. Nine. Yeah, Sundra, you're beginning to stress out your Eldritch Blast as you shoot them. It just deflects both of them with its hands. Oh, hell. Rude. <laughs> do you move anywhere or do you stay there? I feel safe. I'm going to stay. Okay. It is now the creature's turn. The creature just snarls out and it swings its hand at Unomu to try and hit you. Yep. I rolled a 19. Oh, it's uh, 19 total, I should say, but I want to tell you what its strength is. So that hits. So its claw strikes at you for that's going to be 11 points of damage. All right, take half. And also, starting this round, Nomu, you also notice it's an uh, it's a skill this thing gets, an ability. Its b- body, the pores on its body, you can see some of the pores begin to widen and open up, and it begins to release this stench like gas around its body so uh, if you start your turn within 10 feet of this creature you will have to make me a saving throw and as the stench like gassy substance begins to leave the pores it strikes at rogar as well it's attempting to grapple rogar so i have to make a strength check versus rogar's strength oh my god rogar loses by two points damn it grabs onto rogar's neck and it lifts Rogar into the air. And Rogar is just like, oh, like, oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Rogar I never been choked up. He no, of- this is new to him. <laughs> if only I had, like had a little. My- he said, if only I had on my wig. Right. He's a little into it. I don't know. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Rogar like. Oh my goodness. But Rogar is getting yanked up into the air by his neck. And as that's going on, it's going to attempt to bite Rogar. And it will actually hit Rogar with its bite. And as it does so, it's fangs. Nomu, you're right next to it, so you see it in full force. The fangs, as it goes to bite Rogar, it seems like the teeth on this creature sharpen and grow longer. As it goes to bite, and you see it pierces Rogar's armor, and you see it draw blood. It deals it deals nineteen points of damage to Rogar. Oh, don't just stand there, Eddie, or do something. (laughs) All right, and uh, with that, that's three attacks. So it's now holding Rogar in the midair. What are you doing, Eddie? Uh. ADR is going to use. Uh, I'm going to regret this, aren't I? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Compel duel on the enemy. Compel I... duel? Okay. Yeah, so Ooh. you have to uh, do, make a wisdom saving throw. Okay. Let's see. I made with its wisdom uh, 14. You do not pass. Okay. So. Uh, you are compelled. Uh, basically, if you try to attack someone who isn't me, you have disadvantage in your attack rolls. Uh, okay. 
if you try to move more than 30 feet away from me, uh, you have to you have to pass a wisdom saving throw to, to try to move more than 30 feet away from me. Okay. Uh, so basically, if it doesn't attack you, it has disadvantage, basically. Okay. Anything else? It'd be good. All right. Uh, I'm going to... How far out? Where, where's the end? I want to back up. Let me use my. Let's see. How far am I from? Uh... Damn! For the HP. Going <laughs> way back where we came from. <laughs> I'm, I'm okay. I'm 30 foot away from. Uh, I forgot his name. The demon? From, or no, Al Rose? Demon. Uh, Al Rose. So I'm gonna to try to heal up Al Rose when we cast uh what is it healing word? Healing word healing word on him. Okay. Uh be one d4 plus seven. So. Okay. <laughs> he said, let me back up. I got all this HP though. <laughs> <laughs> 10 HP. Well, roll for 10. All right. So as you heal Al Rose for 10 HP, his eyes widen open. He begins to cough out some of that blood he had. Oh, what happened he's up but he's still on the ground so he's still prone he's looking up as he looks up he sees this demon frog holding rogar in the air he's like oh shit all right it is now nomu's turn nomu you have to make me a constitution saving throw all right because of this stench you have to beat a 14 oh jesus i failed oh, all oh. right so you have a 13 so because you failed, what happens is you are now poisoned until the start of uh, your next turn. Mm -hmm. And let's see here. What the poison does, it gives you disadvantage, disadvantage on all your attacks and skill checks. So you don't uh -huh. take damage, but you have a disadvantage on skill checks and attacks until, the, right. until the start of your next turn. Damn. Um, Nomu retraces the sigil for uh, Bladewack. And he looks at Rogar, and he's mad. Put him down. He's gonna. Is he grabbing Rogar by his arms? His neck. Is he using his arms to do it? His left his arm. Tongue? His left arm. Well, he's gonna slash at the left arm. He's gonna, <laughs> he's gonna do his rising slash uppercut. <laughs> Sorry, my bad. Rising slash uppercut. Damn. <laughs> you doing the quarter circle? The quarter circle four? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you have a disadvantage, unfortunately. So it's not a 22, it's a 10. And it's a uh, uppercut Shinryuken style, so he comes back for another. All right, with a disadvantage, oh, it's an 11. So a 10 and 11, unfortunately, do not hit. As you do so, it raises its right hand, and it blocks both of your attacks. Damn it. Um... Shit. <laughs> <laughs> I said shit. <laughs> I think that's it. Okay. Damien? Um, seeing that the javelin didn't have much effect. Oh, so you want to play hardball, eh? And I run up with my dagger and rapier and I go to attack. And why is my dagger no longer in my attacks? Uh-oh. Yeah, it's, where Let is my dagger? Let me see. You ain't accidentally, did you? Maybe. Oh boy! When I was you, have, you may have dropped it at something. 
maybe so yeah i don't see it so here i'll, I'll i can add it really quick okay so it's just a normal dagger right yeah here one second i'm gonna say just what's the damage on it it's a d4 okay sweet um one second i'm adding it now it's taking two seconds there you go and that's it at level whatever we are seven yes okay sweet okay so baby all right so you go with your rapier and your dagger Correct. all right so your rapier 17 will hit and the 18 will hit and remember you have sneak attack damage because nomu is right next to this thing Ooh we it's getting saucy now all right so you do eight points of piercing damage with your rapier and then seven piercing damage with your dagger then 16 sneak attack you go to pierce the creature with your weapons and as you do so you get this really tough resistance from its skin as if your piercing is not nearly as effective as it should be it still pierces it but you're not drawing blood like you think you would and it just looks at you damn you weren't a waist trainer (laughs) <laughs> that meat well done <laughs> the soldier fry his ass <laughs> all right uh damien so that's and i'm giving be- a sundra advantage on her next attack as my bonus action okay npc's turn grasha is going to come around the back of the demon and you hear her yelling out and she jumps into the air as well with her giant great axe and she's going to come crashing down. She gets two attacks with it. Let's see if she's able to hit. <clears throat> 16. Uh, the 10 will not hit, but the 16 will hit. And she's able to deal uh, seven points of slashing damage into the back of the toad-like creature. And she is not able to draw blood as well. And she just growls out, Darklings, this thing is tougher than I thought. But it's okay. We will win. We can do it, Ma. Damn straight. <laughs> and Rogar, he is grappled. He's not going to try to get out of the grapple. He's just going to try and attack. So he's going to swing his greatsword at this thing twice. But he has to start his turn with a constitution saving throw. I rolled a three, so he is poisoned as well. Oof. So he has disadvantage on both of these attacks. So his great sword, the first one still hits because that's a 22 and an 18. And the second great sword is a 13 and a 19. So the second one will miss, unfortunately. But Rogar is able to deal with his first attack, 13 slashing points of damage. And you just hear Rogar, oh my goodness, let me go, you disgusting toad. And he's just swinging his greatsword like crazy at it, but he's still grappled. Yatari is going to attempt to potentially do another uh, frost attack because her frost attack did not hit this creature. And let's see here. I'll make a roll. <laughs> a 12. So she does not hit with her ice ray, unfortunately. <laughs> Yaito is going to also attempt a different spell. He is going to use ice knife. Actually, no, he's not going to use Ice Knife because that can hurt you guys. Yep. He's going to use Firebolt instead because he does not want to hurt you guys at all. So Firebolt, uh, let's see here. That will hit. He got 26 total. 
and he deals 12 points of fire damage to the creature. And that is it for the NPCs. Isundra, it's your... Oh, no, Al Rose's turn. He's got to make a constitution saving throw. He succeeds, so he's not poisoned, but he's going to use half his move to stand up, and he's going to yell out, Bastard! And he jumps up with both his... Oh, daggers, Jesus. And he begins to stab into the back of this demon's back with both his daggers as if he's... What's his name from um, Guardians of the Galaxy? Um, <laughs> so the first one's a 17. And, oh, he got a crit. On Come on, Jax. On his second attack. So with that, he also gets sneak attack. So he's going to be dealing a total of... He only has two daggers, though, so his damage is not as high as Damien's. He does a total of 22 points of damage. Damn. And he's, he's now on the back of this toad demon, and he's just stabbing the shit out of it with both of his daggers, yelling out in anger. Was he playing Shadow Colossus on this guy? Yes. <laughs> Isundra, it is now your turn. You see chaos has ensued. <laughs> hey, I must kill chaos. Oh, God. Whatever that guy said in that game. <laughs> yep. Um, chaos, chaos, chaos. I have advantage, but that didn't help. Nope. No other one. That 17 would. 17? Yes. Right. For nine God, points of damage. why am I garbage? <laughs> You're shaking in your boots. You're scared. Seriously. You're two large leaves. Oh, really would- quick. Oh, okay. I'm gonna do what you're gonna do. What? I, I gotta make a roll for Elroy. He didn't go. Oh. But I already made the to, roll. You were about to piss me off. I thought you were no. about to hit me. <laughs> no, go ahead. Finish your turn. I mean, that's all I got. So okay. I'm just gonna sit my well, park my ass right here by Elroy. I, me I and Elroy rolled, just sucking. Well, Elroy just rolled a crit. Oh, well, <laughs> fuck you, Elroy. <laughs> he doing his part. Elroy he's been drinking or something. Uh, Elroy shoots another bolt and he hits for two double damage oh he's doing 10 points of piercing damage he shoots his light crossbow and this time it pierces the side of the neck of the the toad demon and a little bit of blood just a tiny bit begins to to ooze out but not very much and he just goes yeah i got him i got the motherfucker (laughs) amy Uh, looks back okay okay (laughs) roy and uh, with Asundra, you're not doing anything at its, its turn then. So at this point, it's going to look over at um, Damien, or not Damien, uh, Ediar, because it knows you casted that spell. However, as it does so, it has Alrose on its back. Grosh is behind him. He's still holding Rogar. He swings. He's going to use an attack. He has a, a disadvantage. Is not go- oh, Actually, a disadvantage will attempt to work on here. No, make me either a strength, an athletics, or a acrobatics check, whatever's higher. He's attempting to grapple you as well. <clears throat> Let's see here. And he'll have disadvantage on his. Oh, it's all the same anyway. Uh, I'll just go with uh, we'll go with acrobatics. And remember, you have disadvantage as well because you're, ah! you're still poisoned. Oh, that no. Okay, so with a disadvantage because of Ediar, I still rolled a total of a 12. So, uh, Nomu, you are now grappled by the other arm. The other Damn, arm. So it grabs you by the neck, Nomu, and it holds you up into the air. And it has now Rogar and Nomu in the air. And as it's doing so, it goes to crush Rogar. And I make a disadvantage. That's a 17 and a 13. But with his strength, I add to both of those. 
The 13 will hit Rogar. What happens is he's slamming Rogar into Nomu. Oh, like, like butting heads. And wow. so as he does this, Nomu, you also will be taking some damage. Just like extra damage. It's not going to be a lot. You're just going to take a D6 bludgeoning damage. Nomu, you'll be taking three points of bludgeoning damage. I take half. Was half a three? <laughs> yeah. Just round you round round down, or I mean round up. Um, what two? Yes. <clears throat> Ow! And Rogar will be taking more damage though, because this is an actual attack on him. And you'll all see as Rogar hits Nomu as hard as this demon is able to slam them. Rogar's weapon drops to the ground, and Rogar's eyes begin to roll back as well. Oh, and he falls unconscious. No. And while he's unconscious, this creature, it then uses its next attack and it throws Rogar at you, Eddie R. Oh. I'm, I'm going to make a roll. This is disrespectful. Oh, oh I rolled a 14 and a 20 with a disadvantage. He gets the 14 plus his strength. So he's able to do it. Thank God Somebody it's not throw, the crit. Somebody throw Laguna's body at this dude. Right. And <laughs> Eddie, what happens is. Rogar, you see this toad demon, or not Rogar, uh, Ediar, it quickly turns around and it flings Rogar at you. Make me a acrobatics, or no, 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 a dexterity saving throw. It's good. All right, a 19. You're able to avoid it. Rogar goes flying past you and he slams against the painting behind you into the wall. And as he does so, you see this giant dent behind the wall as Rogar drops to the ground unconscious, face first into the floor. It is now oh. your turn. Uh, is Rogar unconscious? Yes. Rogar gonna... unconscious. I'm going to use a... What is it? Was she healing hands on him? I'll just heal him equal to my uh, level, so he'll heal for seven. And then my blessed healer will trigger, so I'll <laughs> heal for... Actually, I guess that doesn't work for that. So, no, he'll just heal for seven. Okay. Can't use blessed healer for that. All right, so Rogar is back up. He, just, he wakes up, but his great sword's at the feet of the demon. And he's just holding his head. Oh, my goodness. That hurts. All right. Uh, other than that, uh... oh, I know what I can do. I will use spiritual weapon. Okay. Summon it on the demon's head, basically. I'll make a copy uh, of your character, and you can move it around. And I'll put a blue icon. That's your spirit weapon. Let's see. Uh... A 19. That will hit. Uh, and then damage is... For 13. Is it considered uh, slashing damage? Uh, it is... Let's see. Based off the weapon you summon? Or force it... damage. Force damage. Okay. So 13 force damage. Perfect. Uh, so you are able to hit it with your spiritual weapon. Um, that, do you move anywhere? Or you stay uh, I do not. Okay. It's I... Nomu's turn then, if that's it. Uh, <clears throat> Nomu, you have to make another con save. 
because you're yeah. starting within 10 feet of it. Oof. So you failed again, so you're still poisoned. Fuck. So you have a disadvantage on your attacks and your skill checks. Well, you're no. also you're also grappled. Yeah, no one's gonna retrace the sigil for sword burst, and oh, he's gonna try to break the grap. All right, so make me either athletics or acrobatics, whatever's higher. At a disadvantage. Oh boy. Uh yeah, we'll go with athletics here. Oh, oh. all right. Uh I rolled higher than a nine. So yeah, you're not able to break it. You Damn try it. to break out of it and its grip around your neck just tightens. And you hear the voice in your head. Where do you think you're going? Get off me! <laughs> Get off! Don't throw him at me too. Huh? <laughs> um. Was uh the, trying to break a grab? Is that is that an action? Yes, that's your. That's considered an action. Yes, to break away. Okay, I might be done. All right, Damon, you have to make a Constitution saving throw. Or you become poisoned. Oh, you're fine. You're not poisoned. And you're immune to the stench for the rest of the next day. I've been smelling the product of Zuggy's pepper jack cheese farts the whole way here. You think that's going to phase me? <laughs> I'm on my way, bitch. Hey. All right. So you go to attack with it being surrounded. You have advantage. So Sweet. that's a critical on your rapier and a 24 on your dagger. So that will hit. Damn. 24 piercing damage with your rapier, six with your dagger, and 10 points with your sneak attack. You are able to draw blood as you as you quickly pierce this thing three times in a row. You draw a decent amount of blood and it just hisses out at you. <gasps> I did it. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all see that? Do you see that? Yeah, shit. Get me out of here. All right. Uh, Nomu has advantage on his next attack. Okay. All right. NPC's turn. You're lucky I love you, Cat, because I was totally going to use that to disengage. Thank you. <laughs> Alrose and Grasha, they're both av- uh, able to avoid the stench, so they're immune to the stench. Well, Alrose is already immune to it because he passed it the first time. Alrose is going to keep stabbing into the back of this creature. And uh, unfortunately, his first one misses because I rolled a one and a five. His second one will hit, and he's able to stab it for five points of damage plus a sneak attack, which is eight points of damage. And he's just staying on the back of this creature. He's still stabbing it like Drax. He's yelling out, <laughs> ah! <laughs> I hate the mayor! <laughs> Uh, Grasha is going to swing her great her great axe um, twice with advantage because it's technically surrounded right now. And the first one oof, with advantage, that's an eight and a 23 will hit. And then the second attack, 26. So she's able to hit with both. And she deals a total of 11 points of slashing damage with both attacks as she cuts into it. And Yaito is going to shoot out his Firebird, as always. That's what he does. I'm just going to roll dice, make it faster. 
Uh, he misses, unfortunately. And Yatari is going to do something a little different. She is going to summon her elemental instead. And she's going to summon an earth elemental. And as that happens, you see the ground begins to form underneath the demon's feet or next to the demon's feet. And this earth-like humanoid begins to form up. And as it does so, it begins to slam up against the side of the creature. She is a summoner. I'll put a little icon there. And it slams up against the... Ooh, a crit! Nice. And mm -hmm. as it does so, it's going to deal uh, 17 points of bludgeoning damage. You just see this earth elemental just takes its fist and punches the crap out of the side of this Hezra. It's called a Hezrao, by the way. Um, and that is... Oh, Elroy. Let's not forget Elroy. Oh, he rolled a five. He misses. <laughs> and Rogar will use half his movement to stand up. And he's just like... Now, Rogar is mad, and he is going to drink a potion. <laughs> and, and he heals himself. got to do, boss. Yeah, he heals himself. He only has 7 HP. He Ew. heals himself for, uh, that's going to be 12 HP. He got back. All right, and half his movement was used to stand up. He'll use half his movement to get back into the battle. That's all he can move. Isundra, it is now your turn. I mean, I guess I'm just going to try to whack a bitch. <laughs> whack a bitch. Whack. Fuck. 21. Um, whacked once. 21 will hit for a 14. So that's 14 Eldritch Blast damage. And it slams up against the face of the creature, almost knocking it to the side, but it just, it's still standing there. I don't. I was going to say I could knock him back, but I would knock him back into Grasha, right? So that's you knock him back into Grasha. And also, I think he has to be a certain size, right? Because he's, um, he's a size, he's, he's one size category larger than you. So I don't know if it works on him. You'd have to check. But it I doesn't don't know. say it just says push a creature, but. No, okay. Well, if that's the case, then yeah. I, but it would push it into. Yeah, Grasha. I don't want to, I don't want to fuck up Grasha. That would be okay. rude. That would be. All right. So I'm you're able to hit it. it. All right. That's. Uh -huh. That's its turn. Um, at this point, then, it roars out, and as it does so, Nomu. Oh, boy. You're grappled. Yeah. It's going to begin to walk towards Ediar, carrying oh you with it. But as it does so, actually, first off, before it does that, it's going to try to bite you. With a disadvantage, of course. Uh, I rolled a 13, and I also rolled a 10, but let me see what its strength is. That is going to be a 17. Oh, fuck. Yes, I'm using my reaction. Okay. <laughs> I'm using shield. Get off me. <laughs> shield! <laughs> so the bite is not able to hit, right? Because shield adds to your AC. That's right, plus five to your AC. Yep. So as it goes to bite you, the fangs grow again, and it's unable to pierce your shield. But at that point, um, it takes you, Nomu, and it's going to throw you. <laughs> and as... Oh, no! Okay. It's not a crit. I wrote a crit, but it has a disadvantage on this. Why but do you always do this? I don't know. The dice know. It knows it's a boss. Yeah, what's wrong with you? Nomu, it throws you into Isundra and Elroy. <laughs> you go flying, and I need Elroy and Isundra to make me dexterity saving throws. 
Elroy made a 19. He's able to avoid Nomu. All right, you need a 14. Mm. So Isundra will get hit. Isundra, you'll be taking damage here. Bludgeoning damage as Nomu comes crashing into you, Isundra. You are taking 11 points of bludgeoning damage. 11? As Nomu crashes into you, and as he does so, Nomu, you hit the wall after crashing into Isundra, and you'll be taking bludgeoning damage of 18. Rude. No. Nomu, what the hell? <laughs> I'm saying. Elroy, he dives out the way. Ah! You have to tuck and roll, not to run right into me. I'm sorry, Isundra. Help me up. What's our HP looking at, buddy? Um, as long as I keep the ward up, I should be fine. And <laughs> at this point, the Hasro is somewhat annoyed with the disadvantage that Eddie has given it. So it's going to give your spiritual weapon, Yatari, it's going to be everyone around it an attack of opportunity as it begins to rush towards Eddie R. Oh my so, goodness. So everyone, uh, Al Rose will get an attack. Well, Al Rose is texting on its back. So um, Grasha and Yatari will get attacks of opportunity. Well, Yatari's elemental. Grasha hits it. Yatari's elemental hits it. Rapier hits it from Eddie, uh, from uh, Damien and your spiritual weapon, Eddie. Wait, do I do? Can I dual wield that attack? No, you only get one. Okay. Yeah, you only get one. That garbage roll. Oh, a ten <laughs> will miss. So everyone hits except your spiritual weapon. So eleven piercing damage from Damien. Uh, Yatari's bludgeoning elemental deals four points of damage. Grasha will deal with her slashing axe five points of damage. You all are able to cut into this thing, hitting the spikes on its body, drawing just a tiny bit more blood. Uh, Al Rose is making a check. He's able to hold on. He's still on the back. And it just starts charging towards you, Eddie That's got to be scary looking. Yes. Uh, and, and Rogar is just like, he holds his hands out. Come on then, big boy. And he begins to hurl his head back because he doesn't have his greatsword. He's about to use his breath attack when he can. <laughs> but it, it can't get all the way to UADR just yet. So, um, actually, it's, you can get there uh, right here. Actually. I had a really stupid idea, but I'm not going to do it. All right. So, um, or should you? <clears throat> all right. It has, that's its turn. ADR, it's your turn. I'm going to stand my ground and cast Sacred Flame. <laughs> you get past the dexterity saving throw. Okay. All right. I rolled a twelve. Well, wait, wait, wait. Uh, plus, plus, uh, total fifteen. Uh, that is my save DC. So that means you pass, right? Yes. Uh, so nothing happens. Okay. Uh, I will move my weapon. Oh, that's not the right thing. Eddie, are shit in his pants. <laughs> <laughs> Weapon's gonna roll to hit. All right, your spiritual weapon, uh, 15 will miss. ADR begins to shit his pants. You <laughs> <laughs> roll to shit your pants out of curiosity. Uh, constitution saving throw. He rolls for, for keeping it in. Yeah. It's either a constitution or a wisdom. Six. Oh, no. Oh, six. Shit. <laughs> 
<laughs> you even shit yourself with advantage. Damn. <laughs> How you shart with advantage? You stink. I'm really out of spells, okay? <laughs> oh, my goodness. I've got nothing else, man. I've got a couple spell, low-level spell slots and mineral fumes. You're just a healer now. You better start swinging that. that mace. I can't heal without spell slots. Uh, you got some potions? No, I drank them all. You need to go in the kitchen and make a sandwich. <laughs> we still got more fights to go through. Oh, God. Right. I don't know how this is going to work. We might just only just make sandwiches. We're going to have to wait for him to come to the kitchen. Hey, I, I've got a long-range deck saving throw attack, and I can spare the dying. That's all I got. Your uh, yeah. healing word is a cantrip. Uh, no, that's a spell. It's a first level spell. Oh, is it? I yeah. thought it was a cantrip. Nope. Oh, the reason I don't use it that often. It costs. It costs a spell slot. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, never mind. I... We're fucked. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, it is Nomu's turn. If Eddie is done. Yeah, Eddie is done. All right. No move. Pick uh gets out of the crater on the wall. Step aside, Asunja. He uh rushes forward and pulls out his light crossbow and loads some silver bolts. You have advantage, so go in. And he's going to fire <laughs> at old demon boy. Okay. With the silver bolt. Oh, that's a crit. Double crit. Okay. And he reloads and extra attack. Here's some more silver bolts. Nice. Oh, wait. Damn. That one didn't hit. Okay, so the nine will not hit. But you dealt 11 points of piercing damage with your silver bolt. It pierces the back of the creature. And as it does so, it draws a little bit of blood. It doesn't seem to, like, hiss or, or care. It's going straight for Eddie It has a purpose. Oh, I see. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we see that. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's my turn. Okay. That is Damien's turn. Damien, you are left behind as it's charging towards Ediar and Rogar. You see Al Rose is still hanging on its back. He's still yelling while stabbing him in the back. Ah! <laughs> this thing is running. Move, Rose, let me get some. I rush <laughs> its back and I start stabbing it too. All uh, right, so... Like my- Oh, I have advantage. You have advantage. Yeah, you do. So both will hit for eight uh, plus six plus 13 stick attack damage. Nice. All right. As you begin to do so, you also begin to draw a bit more blood. And now you and Al Rose are on this thing from the back, stabbing into it like Drax. Like two inmates. (laughs) Yup. Yup. What you said on the yard. (laughs) Yup. I asked for your cornbread again. I don't want no resistance. (laughs) Damn. Where's Bone? All right, Damien. Uh, it's now the NPC's turn. NPCs, uh, Rogar has advantage. Okay. So with that, then Rogar, he does not have his great sword. He is about to use his breath attack, but he does not want to hit you guys. So instead. He takes his uh, fist and he begins to punch into this thing with advantage because it's technically surrounded. Damn! 
The first punch is a crit. This is our Rose. Rogar. Oh, <laughs> he ain't playing. <laughs> uh, the second one will hit as well, actually. So with nice. a crit, Rogar, he just yells out in anger, and you can see it's like he does the Broxark burning knuckle, and he is going to deal with a crit. He, oh my God, he deals you know max damage almost for a for a punch, and he'll be doing that is uh, eight points of damage. With the, with the crit punch and the second punch, he deals five points of damage. And you just see he just chucks his fist into this demon, punching it. And he punches it so hard that even the scales on Rogar's hands begin to chip off, <clears throat> hitting it so hard. And Al Rose is going to continue attacking. He's not able to hit. Actually, he misses both of his attacks, unfortunately. And Grasha is going to try and catch back up. She's actually going to enrage. You see Grasha, she yells out and she goes into a full rage and she just begins to Akuma tree run towards oh Jesus, <laughs> towards the demon and she swings her great axe. That is a crit! Nice. Why are the dice? No! <laughs> and she begins to spin around in a swirling attack for that will deal... Uh, 30 points of damage. Oh, oh my goodness. <laughs> Stay out of her way. <laughs> and as she does so, she actually ch- tears out a giant portion of the Hezra's skin. And a lot of blood begins to spill from its side as she hits it with her axe. But that's uh, the only attack that hits. The other one misses. Yaito and Yatari are going to come forward a little bit. And they're both going to... What the fuck? Another crit? Holy shit! So Yatari is actually critting with her spell, her uh, frost, ray of frost, and that is going to deal only six points of damage. And then Yaito shoots out his firebird. He misses. Elroy's going to come around. Wait up! I'm going to crit it again! (laughs) He's going to shoot. I wrote a 19. (laughs) <laughs> and his measly two points of damage hits the back <laughs> of the neck of the demon. And at that point, that's all of the NPCs and the elemental, earth elemental is going to move forward to try and catch back up. 12. Well, he's surrounded, right? But I'm not surrounding him. That's Why true. Your yeah. ass is all the way by the kitchen. Yeah. Yeah. That's so funny. only one. The one will hit. Right? Yeah. 19. The okay, 19 so will damage. hit for eight points of damage. Okay. Do you stay there then? Yeah. Okay. Um, at that point, it's the creature's turn, the Hezreel's turn. It it can reach because it's large. It has a, a believe it. Oh no. It has to move one step forward. It moves one step forward towards you. Uh, that means. The spiritual weapon in Grasha get attacks of opportunity. It does not give an attack of opportunity to Desiree just because you're still within five feet of it, Desiree. It didn't leave your threat range. Mm-hmm. So Grasha and the spiritual weapon get to attack. Grasha misses. Roll for the spiritual weapon, Ediar, and it's going to pounce at you. Oh, the spiritual weapon? Yes. For uh, uh, If you want to use your attack of opportunity on your spiritual weapon. I mean... You yeah. know me would be dumb. So. Yep. That will hit. Uh, 
I'm rolling attack right now. For uh, 15 force damage, that's pretty good, actually, for an attack of opportunity. All right, so for 15 points, uh, your spiritual weapon is able to draw blood as well, actually. And the creature stumbles forward as it attacks you, and it just lets out. (laughs) And the first roll, it's attacking with both of its claws first, which that's going to be 23 for the first one. It hits. The second one is going to be, that is a total of a 22. Oh, my goodness. It hits. And the bite, it's going to try and bite you after this, and that's also a 22. It hits. This guy's strength is Adonis. Yes, (laughs) it is. (laughs) All right. So the two claws will be dealing you 17 points of damage total between both claws. And then the bite deals you. Oh, no. 19 points of piercing damage. Oh. Game off. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to make three checks for a. Uh, I forget what it's always you called. Con- you concentration. Yes. You passed all of them. Nice. I'm not sure if that's good or not. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> yeah. Now right. <laughs> we're thinking about it. This guy gave you a three-piece crispy chicken, no sides. Remember, you can drop your spells whenever whenever you want. Yeah, you yeah so. Well, Eddie is not going to do that. That's <laughs> not what he would do. Uh, Eddie is going to take it like a champ and then regret it later. Okay. So, you've taken your damage. Uh, it is now your turn, though. I'm going to use Sacred Flame on him. Okay. Uh, so, Dexterity saving throw. That is uh, 14 total. Uh, you do not pass. So, you'll take 2d8. Uh, let's see. So, 12 damage of radiant damage. Okay, 12 radiant damage. That's full damage. It goes through. It hisses uh, out at the radiant damage. It does not like the radiance. Then the sword's going to come up behind him. That doesn't hit. 12 will not hit. Well, it has advantage. Yeah. Still doesn't hit. Still doesn't hit with a 14. And then I will hold my ground. All right, Nomu, uh, <clears throat> Nomu is going to slide uh, right next to Yaito, and he's going to aim, re-aim his uh, light crossbow with silver bolts. Okay. And uh, it's going to let fly. Nomu said, I ain't going up there anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's crowded up there. <laughs> oh, another crit. Holy mm. shit. And he reloads the bolt. Quick as hell and fires another with the extra attack. Nice. So that's a, a nine plus eight total. So that's 17 points of damage total. Nice. All right. Your Six bolts. Your bolts pierce the demon. All right. Damien, you're up. Uh, I'm not letting up. 
I'm doing what I've been doing with both my weapons. Oh, oh no. I seem to fail both. You fail both, even with adv- advantage. Damn. That's, that's an 11 and a 12. Ass trash. All right. <laughs> Two's fine. Um, who's got... Is anyone low on HP? Mm-hmm. Okay, well... Not, not no, now. I mean, I'm at 24. But I'm also far away. Right. Okay, I'll give advantage to Isundra. Okay. All right. With that, it is the NPC's turns. Al Rose. He, oh God, he misses both. Rogar has to make a constitution saving throw. He's able to make it, so he is not poisoned. Oh, Eddie, you also have to make that too, by the way. I totally forgot to make you do that. Make a con saving throw to see if you're poisoned. If you pass it, which you did, you can't be poisoned by this thing for 24 hours. So that stench does not affect you for 24 hours. You passed. Our Rose misses. Garasha is going to run around with a swoop. Oh, that's a one. And a 13. So she misses both attacks. Ryan's going to be so mad whenever he's trying to edit this episode and he keeps hiccuping. I know. I know. And Rogar is going to swing his fist. That's a one as well, and a 12. He's not able to hit, but he is going to rush to get his greatsword. I have had enough. I need my weapon. And he's going to rush. Uh, however, there's an attack of opportunity, which oh, actually misses Rogar. He ducks under the claw, and he goes to grab his greatsword. The Earth Elemental does not hit. Yaito... Does not hit. Atari does not hit. <gasps> All right. Elroy. Is a crit. <laughs> My goodness. What he is going dying. on, bro? So he must be uh, right. Oh, God. He does seven points of damage. He just shoots out his bolt. Yeah, that's right, motherfucker. <laughs> All right. Isundra, you're up. I'm up with advantage. We can't fuck it up this time. Surely. You God damn it. You I fucked, fucked it up. It up. Oh, I said that you put that in the air, man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, look at me out. A 14 and a 9. Oh, my oh, God. Oh, you're out of blast. What is happening? They go zooming towards the creature, and it does not hit either one. I oh. can't carry all the time. What can I say? <laughs> <laughs> it's now the demon's turn again. It just glares at you, ADR. First attack the claw. That is a seven, 17. Fuck. Third one is a 25. And the bite, uh, the bite, I don't think it's going to hit you. The bite's 20. Fuck as well. So the one claw will hit you for 15 points of damage. Okay. A lot of damage. Yeah. Uh, All right. And then let me roll my concentration. All right, you're good. No, but you can say that. Yeah. 
Uh, so it's my turn. Yep, it's your turn. Not really much I can do. I'm gonna go ahead and cast another uh, spare the dying or not spare the dying uh, sacred flame. So dexterity saving throw. Okay. I rolled a ten total. Hey. So two d eights. So nine damage. All right. And then the sword is gonna come in for an attack. That will hit. And that is. That's the wrong button. For nine damage. Two nines. All right. So as you hit it with your spiritual weapon, it draws more blood and it's beginning to growl out even more at you, ADR. Do you stay there? I'm going to hold my ground. You guys, I need you to defeat it quickly. Talking to. Possessed by Lagolinus. Right. Magoma's body just laying there, right, 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 right behind Yatari's elemental, still in the <laughs> lobby. All right, Nomu, you're up. Uh, Nomu slides forward a little bit more, this time in front of Yaito, and re-aims the crossbow. He has six more bolts, so he's going to fire some. Okay. Ooh, wow. two, two natural ones. He looks at his crossbow, he's like, the hell? Loads another. Fires again. All right. Ah, that's better. <laughs> that's better. You got a gun jam. Yep. <laughs> All right. For eight points of pier- piercing damage. And that's his turn. All right. Damien. <sighs> I'm going to try to run it back because last turn was pretty rough. Right on. There you go. Hi. Those both hit. Ooh, and max sneak attack damage. So that is uh, 12 plus, plus 16. All right, so you were able to pierce into this, this Hezrao. And as you do so, you feel your weapons piercing all, all the way through this time around. And it goes to reach for Eddie with both of its claws and as it does so, you are able to pierce the heart of this creature, killing Ugh. the Hezrao. But Whoa. as you as you do so, you hear the telepathical voice again. I am not finished. I will be back. <gasps> oh, <laughs> fuck! I didn't hiccup too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> For we shall. <clears throat> Sorry, picked up again. <clears throat> Fucking Christ. For we shall consume the lands of Darwin. And as it drops to the ground, the, bo- the body begins to disintegrate into ash. And Al Rose on its back drops on the ground. And he's still stabbing at the ash as Damn. it's slowly going away. Ah! Bloodthirsty man, <laughs> he got knocked the, out. He's pissed. As the battle ends, Eddie R. falls to his knees, exhausted. That was closer than I thought it would be. You're there, you know, buddy. No, I'm on the uh, 10 HP. He, uh, Gnome was gonna walk over and give him one of his potions. Uh, 
He's handing you his only potion. Here. Here, take this greater healing potion. Uh, what's the roll on that one again? 44. Uh, four, 44 plus 4. Yes. 15. Thank you, my friend. Eddie always <laughs> tugs it down like it's the first drop of water he's seen in ages. <laughs> Nomo taps uh, Alos on the shoulder reluctantly. He's like, hey, 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 uh, he, he's gone. He's gone. You got him. He's he's still stabbing at the, the ash in the ground. He's slowly. It takes a couple of seconds for him to snap and snap back into reality. He's breathing heavily. He's still bleeding out from his body. He just looks at you. It's okay, buddy. We got There's him. Archibald. Oh, we'll get him. Don't you worry. And as that's going on, Rogar's looking around. Oh, my goodness. I, I do not have many potions left. What is Archibald anyway? There not, better not be more demons like this. I did not even get to cut the head off. It disintegrated. Where's my trophy? You get to live, damn it. <laughs> get your trophy somewhere else. Get it from Archibald. Yeah, I never saw you get gripped up like that before, Rogar. Yeah, I didn't like it. <laughs> it was kind of scary. I, I've never been held like that before. <laughs> Normally, it is me doing the choking. <laughs> so, God damn. What do you nope. think? <laughs> no, <kill Yo>. <laughs> How did it feel? <laughs> I don't know. It was somewhat uncomfortable, but at the same time, a little tickly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, tickly, huh? A little, you know. It's like the one book, Fifty Shades. I'm done with this guy. Right, <laughs> Shall we head upstairs? Yaito's yeah, looking around. I think that is the best course of action. Unless, unless you want to go check out the cellar in the library you spoke about. Uh, no. <laughs> yeah, now that I kind of have seen this demon, it seems like this is what would have been capable of doing the uh, deed. Wait, so what on if the this library. Yeah, that's what I think. I think it was more than capable of doing to those bodies what we saw in the library, and then some. Uh, Dean probably came up the stairs like, hey, somebody's supposed to come down here. All right, I'll come up to you. Ryan's <laughs> <laughs> like, you guys aren't getting out of this one. Um, Al Rose is looking around. Well, we have to check in the entire mansion. We can't allow him to escape. Perhaps some of us go upstairs. Some of us go check the, the cellar or whatever it is. Do we want to split up again? Oh, we all think we should split. <laughs> Isundra wants to walk over to the group and she wants to be, she's holding um, three greater healing potions and a bear's endurance potion. And she's like, I don't know, do you guys want to like hold on to these? Yes. Yes. Um. Okay. <laughs> I've, I've just got, I just got like a fucking stock of fucking greater healing potions that I've never used. I mean, if you're um, if you're letting this hold on to them, right? Yeah, I'm gonna so take I'm one. Gonna I'll get... take one. How much does a pot of healing do? Is it just a normal healing potion or greater? Normal. Uh, it's two d four plus uh plus two. Okay, so I'm 
going to eat that one for myself because I am a little bit low, but not like as low as everyone else. Okay. Um, so then the the greater healing potions, I'm going to divvy out to, to um, Ediar, Nomu, and who am I forgetting? Damien. Awesome. Uh, Ew! Plus four. I'll nice. add it to the list. <laughs> okay. And how'd you roll so many like ones? They were playing with me. I, I stole and was like, I'm eating that share yep. right fucking now. Eddie R stole all, all right. your rolls, Damien. <laughs> Damn. Right. Maybe I should oh drink it right now, huh? <laughs> Maybe. Right, yeah, you know, I, I'll just go ahead and drink it. Yeah, I'll just go ahead and drink that, you know. Um, and then stop. Also, I have this Bears Endurance potion. You guys remember? Does someone want to use it? I I don't think I'm gonna use it. I'd love to be a bear. Give me that shit. It's like it'll make you a bear. I think it gives you more HP, right? Yeah, it gives you more like constitution. That. More constitution. Yes. Okay. Well, I don't know who's gonna use that, but it sure is fuck probably. Basically, give someone temporary HP. Basically. No, no move. Give It'll it be me. worthless on me, man. My con is flat. But they are. I think you should use. That. <laughs> It gives you a plus four enhancement to your constitution. So that would give you two points of HP for every level. No move. Okay. So you're level seven, right? Yep. So that'd give you 14 temporary HP. Ooh. I think you need to be better with him. Damn. <laughs> All I'm saying is shit is about to get real, so probably we should use it. Uh, all right. I'll take it. I also cool. have a fire resistance one, but I don't know if we need that. It bears endurance potion. Yes. I've been stockpiling potions like the apocalypse is coming apparently. So who knew we get paid to fight in the apocalypse? <laughs> <laughs> Garasha is going to look around. Well, young ducklings, what is the plan? Should we go upstairs and look for Archibald? Should some of us go to this secret room down below? We should stick together. There is something down there. It'll come attack us while we're fighting Archibald. I mean, we know Averis went up, right? Yes. That's true, too. Are we really about to go down in that cellar? I mean, maybe we already killed the thing that's in the cellar. What if there's like gold down there? But what if we start fighting Archibald and this thing comes during that fight and makes it even harder? I mean, we could have isolated that, that's it. That's also very true. All right, let's go check it out. <laughs> yeah, after y'all. And Nomu puts his crossbow away and draws his blade again. All right. So the group then decides to head back to the library. Yes. All together. As you head back to the library, um, you can see that the bookshelf that was cracked open that led into the secret room, it is still cracked open. Nothing has changed. The blood is still uh, leading to that room. Um, so you don't know if the demon you fought is what was down there or not, because nothing has changed in the scene. You won't know until you go down there or make a perception check uh, at the entrance, because it goes down, it follows a staircase downwards. No one's going to make a perception. Okay, make me perception. Yep. Get this get sheet up. Perception, here we go. A 12 is not bad. Damien rolled 22 on perception. So you're both looking into the into the uh, entryway going down, and you don't see anything. You see a lit torch down there that's illuminating the room that's down there. You can't see what's in the room yet, 
because you're still too high up the stairs. And you don't hear that gnawing sound anymore that Eddie R heard. Oh, boy. Yeah, I wonder why. <laughs> All right. Follow me. <laughs> Nomo got his blade out. And he's, he's creeping down there. He's creeping. <laughs> he is creeping. <laughs> Maybe a stealth check. Oh, you got it. Oh, he's real creeping. Yep, become the shadows. Yep. All right, so I'm going to reveal some of this map. Uh, Eddie R is attempting to stealth as well. That's a 16. All right, so I revealed the maps to the right of the library. You will be entering the bottom, the room from the bottom of the map. And uh, Damien, you trip while you're trying to sneak downstairs. <laughs> Shit. And you make a you make a bunch of sound. You almost you almost tripped the entire way, but Eddie R is able to, or whoever's in front of you is able to catch you just in time. You soon are stealthily going down as well. The all the NPCs are in the library inspecting the library. Some of them will go down there with you. But they want to make sure that you all don't go down there. You don't like basically Rogar will just go. I will wait up here in case you know it is trap. If we all go downstairs, they might lock us in. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Yatari, Yaito, and Grasha will go down there with you, as well as Al Rose. But as you all go down there, it leads into what looks like an extremely messy office. There are a few tables everywhere, but the thing is, there's a bunch of books scattered all around the room. Books are piled on top of books. You see these glyphs or these weird, like, um, what are they called? pentagrams and whatnot kind of just cut into the floorboard of the floor and you do notice there is a table with bones right in front of you with a book that's open and there is this giant statue that is at the very back of the room that's directly in front of you and the statue is of a goblinoid what do you all do oh i'm sorry there's also a dead body of one of the guards that was protecting the mansion that's to your right on the floor and his legs are missing. Oh, so there's no pockets or there are? <laughs> there's pockets, but there's nothing in pockets. Oh, I see that now. Yep. The very good sleight of hand wasted. Let's move on. Roll perception here. See what's going on. Okay. So you rolled an investigation and a perception. So Damien, 24 investigation, number with a 22 perception. Uh, so first off, as you're looking around with a 24 investigation, you're looking around the room. Nomu, you kind of taking a peek around the room as well. Like I said, it's filled with a bunch of books, bones of a, a humanoid on this table. But when you guys are searching, uh, Nomu, I'll say I'll start with you first, and then I'll go to the Damien afterwards since Damien mm -hmm. is higher. Um, Nomu, you instantly see something on one of the books or behind the books, I should say, to the far left of the room. And what's sticking out behind some of the books, you find there is this staff that looks somewhat special. There's these specific engravings all over the staff. It's a wooden staff, but it's just lying there on these books, kind of covered by them a little bit. Hey, Sonjara, come over here. Take a look at this staff. I don't know what any of this is, probably. What do you make of it? You're magic. What do I need to roll? Uh, you'd have to make me a uh, arcana check. 
Oh, maybe I do know something. <laughs> 18. You got an 18. So as you take hold of the staff, it begins to glow. And the signs and sigils that have been engraved in the staff uh, begin to glow as well. And as they do so, Asundra, you get the feeling that there is some kind of definitely magic tied to it, but it feels of like a uh, recovery type magic. You feel as if it might heal somebody. Oh, okay. Everybody gather around. Let's hang out. Against <laughs> this. this thing's got some healing power. Hopefully it heals some, some spell slots. I don't know. Wait, are you sure? No. <laughs> fair, fair enough. Why you they suit her on no shit? Uh, Eddiear might be a better person to look into that if you think it's something of healing, since he is obviously the. Ryan, why would you do that if I just used all of my potions? You're kind of an asshole. I am not kind of an asshole. Oh. Uh, you don't know if it's a staff of healing. I pointed at Eddiear. Eddiear will. Walks up and uh, takes a look at the staff. I bonk him on the head. <laughs> Eddie R doesn't know shit. Eddie R looks at the staff. He, eight. he doesn't know exactly what magic's tied to it, but he does feel that there's like some kind of healing involved. Well, that's all I knew too. Atari's y- y- going to walk over here. Let me look at it. <laughs> Ryan's like, let me help you, idiot. <laughs> she rolled a 19 on her arcana. And as she's studying it, she's she is the wizard after all, so she understands magic, right? So she's reading the inscriptions and the, the glyphs on the staff, and as she's looking at it, it says here in, in Elven that it is a staff of healing. Wait, I could have read that. <laughs> Wait, I could read that too. <laughs> but yes, it's didn't do anything when I bonked Eddie R in the head. And when you bonk Eddie in the head, uh, it doesn't do anything, but Yatari looks at you and she says, well, there are 10 charges and you have to actually, I'm assuming the way to use it is you have to slam the, the bottom of it onto the floor and to cast the magic. I was going to use it. Sundra grabs it and smacks it on the floor. Damn. All right. As you do so, who is your target of the spell? Uh, I think Eddie R is low, right? And I, I got two potions of greater healing for people. Well, <laughs> lower than me. Maybe. Um, I don't know. Um, I'm, I'm at, doing good right now, but... <clears throat> I, yeah. I can use some more healing if that's what you're asking. Like, I, I have, like... Ryan, does it heal spells a lot? It, it has ten charges, so you can only use it ten times. No, I said, does it give him spell slots back? No. God damn. <laughs> 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 Who do you think I am? No. <laughs> Eddie R is hurting. Did, did I say? Did I say it was a staff of short or long rest? <laughs> I don't know, man. Maybe. <laughs> Speaking of a short rest, he's just going to sit right down and take a nap. But if you're healing someone, it's going to heal them for one d8 plus your wisdom modifier. Uh, I played a bit. No boo is my uh, target to see if it works. I guess. If it's a wisdom modifier, maybe I should take it. Too late. Does it might use my wisdom modifier? Yes. Whoever's using whoever's using the staff. Yes. It's a plus four. All right. So D eight plus four. While you're healing, whoever, let's go back to Damien. You rolled a twenty four in your investigation. While they're fiddling with the staff, Damien, 
you happen to find a specific golden ring that takes your attention away from everyone else. There's a golden ring on one of the books to your right. <laughs> you you healed for five, whoever you healed. <laughs> but Damien, you find a golden ring. Oh, man. Thank you. Golden ring. Yes. Mm, can I say, does, does she tell us that she found the like, golden ring? Yeah. Is there any magic from it or is it just jewelry? You'd have to make an arcana check. An 11. Uh, you don't know if there's magic tied to it, but you do see. You do see there is a special like sigil like engraved on the ring. I just put it in my pocket like everything else. Okay. All right. And also while you're looking around and they're still messing around the staff, you look at the goblinoid statue. And as you're investigating the goblinoid statue, you notice there is a name plaque on it or nameplate. And the nameplate on this goblinoid statue shows that it is Lucrazol the Ambitious. And yeah, and as you're looking at it, you notice somewhat hidden behind some of the messy books next to this statue that's stacked, there seems to be a small little switch or lever-like device on the back of the statue. To black what? On the back of the statue, there is like a hidden little switch lever. Hmm. I wonder if I want to be a child and just touch it or tell everyone. You guys, oh, yeah. Can I, push, can I push this button? What button? Mm-hmm. Don't push it yet. Do it. You better not do it. I asked first. Just look <laughs> at it. Don't touch it. I was going on over here. Where's this button? Right here. Al Rose is going to walk over towards the statue and he looks at the button. It has to be a secret passageway. I'm sure he's hidden behind these walls somewhere, hiding like a pathetic fool that he is push the button damn okay (laughs) all right (laughs) Uh, as you push the button the statue slowly begins to slide to the left revealing another secret passageway behind the statue and there are another few steps it's not a long staircase like the one you took to come to this office but it does reveal another hidden room behind this room damn were we at the spencer mansion <laughs> we in resident evil or something scooby-doo <laughs> the painting with the eyes moving and <laughs> al rose sees the secret passageway light up or uh, open up he takes his daggers he begins to walk down the stairs slowly with his daggers out is he gonna get grabbed by another demon <laughs> yaito speaks up uh, perhaps we should follow him to make sure that does not happen Absolutely. <laughs> he starts creeping right behind our rose. So, Before he gets snatched up. Well, is, are some of you going to continue inspecting the room while they go downstairs? Yeah, I want to keep looking around that store. Okay. So our rose, Nomu, and Yaito will make their way down. Uh, that, uh, Isundra, as you're looking around the room, there aren't really any other like magical items that catch your eye or anything of the sorts. But you do notice a bunch of these books that are scattered around this room are all about history and buried treasures and artifacts of whatnot, all seemingly pointing back to this old nation of Rakunra. But that's about all you find. Al Rose, Nomu, and Yaito go downstairs. And when the three of you do, you come across a very tiny little laboratory 
like room with vials of liquid everywhere. In the center of the room, there is this well with green water in it. And uh, Nomu, as you're looking around, what do you do? Alrose is looking around and he just, he snarls. He's not here. Damn it. Uh, Nomu is going to get that perception in, you know what I mean? Yeah. Surely, you know what I mean? Damn. So you're looking around with the 12. You notice all the vials and there's that giant well of liquid, green liquid. But as you're looking around, you do notice some of the vials are poured into the well. And you can see there seems to be what looks like red liquid dripping into okay. this well. And then that red investigation. Yes, yes. Investigation then. Okay, 17. As you notice this red dripping liquid that's going to this well, that red liquid, it begins to form into this symbol in that green liquid. And the symbol you're not sure what it represents or what it what it means at this current time but it looks to be something of another language just not sure of i'm going to go down there as well hmm. what's going on what is this this shit is weird <laughs> this is this a hot tub oh my goodness is hey, that a light or is that it. yeah is that red so the pool, the, the well itself is a uh, red liquid. The well or- is green liquid, but the red, oh, no. there's like red liquid that's like dripping into it, creating like a red like symbol in the green liquid. Okay. Oh, wait, can I, uh, I'm going to look at the symbol on that ring I found. Does it match what's in there? It does not. Oh, okay. I put no. it back in my pocket. Um, Nomu, also because you wrote a investigation as well, Nomu, you do also find an amulet. That was on the edge of the well, just sitting there. It's a silver amulet. Let's go pick it up. Okay. And uh, investigate it. <laughs> so we'll just use your 17 investigation because that was part of the well. Yeah. Uh, as you look at it, the amulet has common text mm-hmm. written on it. And it says, this is the bear's amulet. It's called the bear's amulet. I feel like Averis would know more about this room, guys. I think we should leave for now. The bear's amulet. Mm-hmm. Um, no one's going to keep that with him. Okay, you don't want to equip it or anything? Or, uh, or yeah, why not? He's, he's going to equip it. Okay. It says bear. <laughs> As you equip it, you feel yourself become hearty. Hearty! This I'm is hard. an extremely rare amulet. Your constitution is now an 18 when you're wearing it. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> Why are you standing like that? <laughs> you see me chest out? <laughs> right, you think you're better than me? Why are you standing like that? What's wrong with you? Because I'm all hard. What? I'm hard. For, for who? Why? I'm hard. I've never heard you Man. say that. Look, from having we, a negative con, some more con to me. We went the entire season with Nomu having no constitution to the very end with him having 18 constitution. It's only 18 when you're wearing it, though. So Nomu, with an 18 constitution, if you're wearing, it's called the Amulet of Health, but in story purposes, it's called the Bear's Amulet. But it's an extremely rare amulet. You only get the constitution of 18 score when you're wearing it. You do not get, you, you con cannot go higher than 18 if you're wearing this yep. amulet. 
So that means you have a plus four to your con. So that means for every level, you get a plus four to your HP, temporary HP, I would say, since it's not a, a full, it's not like your actual HP. So mm -hmm. that'll be your level times four. That's your temporary HP that you'll have addition to your normal HP when you're wearing this amulet. All right. So nine four. So I get 28 more HP. Yes. And what's your HP now? All right. So uh, I'm just going to go ahead and just make some oh, yeah, adjustments. HP now? <laughs> no one's an actual fighter now. What <laughs> HP you got? Uh -oh. He asked him. He I have know. 70. Damn. Oh, my God. What? You have one more than me? <laughs> I am at 70 HP now. No more on steroids. <laughs> <laughs> Let me put my amulet of bears and turrets. All right, so Nomu is now strutting when he walks. You notice it's very noticeable. He is strutting, chest out, chin up. Adonis. 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 All right, so with that, those are the magical items that were in this office in the secret room, or the two secret rooms, I should say. But other than that, you don't know what's happening with the well. You don't know what the dead body is about on the table up above with the bones the scriptures that it are engraved in the flooring. You're not sure what's going on. It's a messy office. And then this room that you guys just found under the office or behind the office, I should say, it, you have, it looks like he is messing with alchemy or trying to summon something. Who knows what he's doing? But as Damien said, it's something Averis would probably understand more so. But uh, you do remember, um, no, you do have that journal that talked about Rukunra and uh, Lucarazol. And Nomi, you probably would have seen the nameplate on the statue that moved also said yeah. Lucrazol as well. So that's giving you hints and vibes that what's going on in this office. He, this Archibald was studying quite a bit of Rakunra and Lucrazol, the, the betrayer. Why is the uh, Archibald studying this guy? The one that called the, that's called the betrayer. Uh, he wasn't Luke following Rizzo. his footsteps. He's a dirty fucking traitor, and he needs to be put down. Is he it's, trying to turn this place into another decaying waste, like that demon said? Uh, I believe it. I mean, it, what motive does a demon have to lie? It's a demon. This is true. It, it was literally its last words. I believe the damn demon. He really didn't have a reason to lie. <laughs> Atari uh, hears you speaking of, of the decaying waste, and she goes... Say that again? Did you say Lucrazol? Lucrazol, the betrayer or the traitor, the goblinoid. The statue is right out there. Oh, yes. The, the universities have taught us much about Lucrazol. He was apparently a, a, a cob goblin of some kind that studied the dark magics of the goddess Mevra. It's, it is said, never proven. But it was said that it was him that allowed the decaying waste, the demons, to take over Rakunra. And by doing so, he sacrificed, he had to sacrifice, what was it? He had to sacrifice something of immense proportions. And in doing so, oh, what was it? I'm trying to remember. He would gain the, the powers of a, a, a demon lord of some kind. What demon lord? I, I have no idea. Those are just speculations. Again, 
history books, some of them are say the, the opposite things. It's kind of a guess. So I don't really know. Oh, man, I have a bad feeling. We, I think we really do need to take down this uh, art table. The ice is looking around. <clears throat> Did anyone find any books or anything that might explain this? There are so many around here. And he's picking up the books as he's looking at But I do not know, understand uh, Tyrister history. Um, here. Uh, Noma reaches to his pack and pulls out the journal. Perhaps somebody could uh, take a look at this. Alrose looks at it. What is that? Where'd you find that? I found it in uh, the kitchen under some tables. I mean, under some plates. Uh, Alrose holds his hand over. Can I look at it, please? Yeah. He's placed it in his hand. And he, he takes the book and he begins to just, or the journal, he flips through a couple of the pages. And as he's doing so, um, I'll just explain what, what he reads to you guys as my notes. Mm-hmm. So within the notes, um, uh, basically Archibald is writing down his findings. Because remember in the first side story episode, it was about Archibald and treasure hunting. It's what Averis does. We all remember if we listened to the first side story, Archibald hired several characters to find treasures. He is a treasure hunter and he seeks artifacts of whatnot. So this journal kind of talks about some of the information that of treasures he's found and whatnot. But specifically, it notes Archibald has found historical information, um, obviously of the hobgoblin that lived during the times of Rakunra's greatness and the times of its demise. As he's reading through it, he finds out, and he's just reading out loud, uh, Lucrozole was an ambitious goblinoid that wanted to seek true power behind the forbidden unknown magic of the heptatic evils. The goblin invention, or the goblinoid eventually found a way to earning his magical powers, and through it, he would have to sacrifice an unthinkable amount. Lucrozole sacrificed not only his mortal soul to the powers of the evil, but his entire country to become a powerful demon lord that would live for eternity. With the dark magical powers uh, continuing to tempt Lucrozole, he eventually forego his humanity for his greed of power. And in turn, it allowed the demonic minions of the depths of the hells to spill into Rakunra, which ate away at the fertile and tender land along with its inhabitants. For the price of demonic lordship, Lucrozole sacrificed millions. Lucrozole is now supposedly one of the mighty demonic lords that serves the heptatic evils, a magical source promised by the evil goddess Mevra, along with the mighty strength of the evil gods Uros and Oroken. So basically, it seems from his notes that Archibald has stumbled upon many tales and stories of such dark magics through the uses of Lucrozole um, and has seems to be wanting to follow the same path of Lucrozol in becoming a demon lord. And uh, as Alrose explains, obviously I didn't do it in character, but Alrose basically explains this out loud and he looks at everyone, by the gods. The son of a bitch wants to recreate it. He wants to recreate what that bastard did. We have to stop him. Ugh, what an asshole. Rich, anything he could ever want. And this is what he's doing? <laughs> Yaito's looking around. I, I do not know much of the decaying waste, but it sounds very, very bad. And dealing with demons definitely does not sound very good at all. We should probably stop him if it's going to destroy this country or even continent. We have no choice. 
perhaps, perhaps the Skull Reaver wasn't lying after all. Unless she wants to take the power for herself. Yeah, there's something about her that's still a little fishy, too. I mean, she's been up there a long time. We haven't heard a peep. I haven't even heard stairs. People sound like people walking up there. Where is she? I'm just saying I'm being wary that she might do the same thing her father's doing. That's true. She just don't want him to have it. Yep, and he had the idea first. If we see something suspicious, she gets clapped. <laughs> Easier said than done, but I'm on the same page <laughs> for the most part. <laughs> what happened last time? What? She ended up hiring us to work for her. Yeah, but we also were almost doomed. Yeah, it won't be an almost doomed if she gets that power. Yeah, damned if we do, damned if we don't. Might as well damn her to hell and see what's next. This is true. I say we push forward. Al Rose, he gives you back the journal and he just looks at you guys. Well, we know what to do. We kill Archibald. And if Averis attempts to take it for herself, we kill her too. Exactly. And he, he begins to walk back up the stairs with daggers in hands. And he looks over at Isundra and Grasha, who are still up there. All right, so there's nothing down there. Let's get going. All right. And with that, uh, he, he, he leaves the room back into the library where Rogar and Elroy are. And the rest of you, do you search anything else? Or is that it for, for this room? No one follows Elroy's up. No, I'm out. So you don't get snatched up. Right, I don't want to be down here alone. <laughs> no deal. <laughs> all right. So as you all begin to leave, uh, I'm assuming you just you you share the information with uh, Grasha and Isundra, who are upstairs yep. still, along with Elroy and Rogar. But with that information, we will end this episode of Taverns and Caverns. Damn, that was deep. <laughs> Lucas also fucking. <laughs> Boy, <laughs> he wanted some power. He sacrificed everybody to get it. Oh, wow. Dirt bag. Yes. <laughs> it's in, lore wise, the decaying waste is a major thing. Everyone knows the decaying waste is a terrible place. Thanks again, everyone, for listening to another episode of Taverns and Caverns. This is your dungeon master, Ryan, at Haphazard DM on Twitter. That's where you can find me. And you can also follow some of our other players. Hi, everybody. I'm Felicia. I play Sundra. And you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Dagger Tribal. And I'm Bri. I play Damien and Desiree. You can follow me at Blaze underscore NBK on Twitter. That's my new name. And Instagram is just Blaze NBK, no space. I'm Julian, uh, also playing Eddie R. You can follow me at JWPlayZero on Twitter or JWPlayZero on YouTube. I'm Robert Jones, and I don't have social media, but I am on YouTube. You can find me at TrueBone, that's T-R-U, Bone. I make simple videos by putting video games to movies. All right, awesome. Blood and Bone, that's all I thought about. (laughs) That's our players. Again, thank you for listening, and you can follow us again on Twitter at Taverns Caverns. Cool, and that's it. See you guys next time. All right.